0: Hello, welcome back to Dukin' with the Duke. You are listening to the next episode of the Digo miniseries, and I'm your host Dustin, the Duke. And today, we are playing Mighty Final Fight. Alright, but first, before we get to the game, we have Beer. Today we are drinking Pax Verum's Sunstalker. It is an American wheat ale. It is four point six percent ABV, and Untapped didn't have anything in the IBU range, uh, so I'll probably just have to end up making it up for you guys. And they also didn't have any description on this beer on Untapped or their website. Their website is actually bad. It's just single page with like a couple pictures in like when they're open. So. There's no information on the beer, uh, but the information on, you know, how to get to the brewery, and I guess that's okay, you know. you got to get the people in the door type of thing. All right, so take a look at, look at this beer. I do not have a whole lot of lighting on in this room. I just didn't really feel like turning it on. Uh But it, it seems pretty light because it's a wheat. Uh But before we get into that, the can is a yellow sticker. Uh, put on an aluminum can. It's just like a a color of the beer, essentially, of this yellow. And then inside of there, there is an interesting looking shape. Uh, I'm not really sure what it is, but it looks like a window with clouds that are cutting the window out and blending it in with a sticker. And so it kind of looks like, I don't know, like a partial uh, open window with, you know, the clouds blending in. I don't know. Uh the sun is in the background and it's uh you know spinning in spirally in the circle. And there's um some wheat stalks and it kind of looks like I don't know, a sun stalker type of thing. And then there's an eye at the very bottom, this kind of looks creepy. It's got like very like American mid west feel, but also kinda like um Egyptian type of feel. And then there isn't really anything on the can either. There we go, thirty IBUs! We're going to have to update the website, or at least untapped. But with with that the case, I actually have to look up the, the Geek IBU reference. So give me two seconds. Uh, if you want to follow along with the uh, Geek Bitterness units, you can go to drinkinggeekout.com slash geek hyphen IBUs. But if you just go to uh and then on the home tab, if you scroll down, you can see our geek reference model and our geek bitter units. So I'll be looking at both of those things. So as for 30, we need to fix the formatting. That doesn't look right. We have 30 days of night is our geek reference. As mentioned, I did say the color already. So I'll go ahead and pull the colors up. Uh, it's under just beer colors. Uh it do, it looks very light. Uh it's dark but it's light. It is almost like really close to I don't know like a scorpion probably or uh, the snitch the golden snitch in Harry Potter. Uh probably just go with that. Um it's got a it's got a very like hoppy smell. But it's not very hoppy, but it you know it smells like a wheat but definitely you can smell like the pale part to it. So that's it's good. It's I don't really smell a whole lot of anything else. Uh, just you know, a little bit of that, just hop and wheat. A little bit of like the the wheat smell, clove. Not really banana, but you never know. Kind of filled it up a little bit too tall, but you know. Oh well, I'll survive. I guess taste it. It's definitely wheaty, like a very basic wheat. Uh, there's not a whole lot of, uh, like fruit flavor to it. Uh, it's, uh, it's bitter for sure. Uh, very hoppy. It's crisp. It's clear. But as for flavor, I just taste the hops. It's like a hop water type of thing. And there's like, I guess on the back end, there's a little bit of flavor, but I can't tell if that's from just the hops or not. Uh, I have not checked this in cause you know, I planned on doing it this episode, but there are 36 ratings. Uh, And people are giving this a 3.68 bottle caps, which isn't too terrible. Seen a bunch of little comments, just pictures and bottle caps. A lot of people give it five, so it's insane. Drew M really liked it. He checked it in like three times in a row. Uh, Do I have any friends that checked it in, though? That's a, a kicker. I do not have any. All right, I'm not really seeing any comments. Come on, guys. Show me some comments. Make this interesting for me. Here we go. Not usually my style, but had a feel of a flight. Light. It does it gives very like the light type of crisp feel to it, for sure. And that's it. And it's very basic, cool. There's not a whole lot of stuff there. It's very hoppy though. It's It's almost like an IPA but without the multi background of an IPA. It's it's very crisp. It's very light. It's almost like a light beer that has hops to it, or you know, on the back end. So it's not it's not awful, um, but we'll see what I rate it. In two point two seconds, when I uh, find it, and I'll also uh, propose an edit to it. The can said four point five, and it is thirty. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So I'll go ahead and uh, mark it. I'll submit it. Suggested have been submitted, and if I refresh it, oh, uh, there didn't automatically do it. Okay, that's that's fair. We're gonna go ahead and check this in. I'll Give it a three point five. Uh, yeah, I drink. I pretty much drink a, a lot of these, but it's it's really like a light beer uh, from home. Uh, you know, sad to say, but. Uh, it it's definitely has a flavor, a decent flavor at that. It's not something I want to reach for, um, but it's it's definitely an all right one. I mean, I will not have an issue, you know, tastiness type of thing. This is all right. I'll pour the rest of it in this glass. I just grabbed a little baby glass. I knew this is only a 12-ounce t- a pour. I figured I'd be good. All right, so... Now to the game. Mighty Final Fight is a side scrolling beat em up game released by Capcom for the NES system in 1993. It is a spin off of Capcom's 89 arcade game Final Fight, which was previously ported to the Super Nintendo. So the, uh, the original game and the NES ports have like regular sized people, but in the NES version, they are kind of like a I don't know a chibi art style. It like squashed down. I think is is essentially, uh, you know how they d- they do it. So it's it's very uh, I don't know like if you remember what oh, I can't even like think of a good like analogy. It's just very creepy. If you look at the box, you're like, oh god, it look weird. Uh, and that's basically how they look in the game. <laughs> so it's all squished together, type of thing. Uh, so you, as a single player, there's no multiplayer, uh, which is kind of interesting, and there's no battle uh, what, or, you know, versus, but it's just single player. And the gameplay is roughly 30 minutes uh, if you, you know, rush through it. Uh, but I, I think like 45 to an hour is a good game time. It took me about, I don't know, an hour, 10 minutes, a lot of dicking around, trying to figure things out. Uh, but as the single player, you can choose between uh, three characters. Uh, you have your guy, Cody, who is essentially all around, uh, very versatile, but I would say average on all of the fighting aspects, but probably like the best well-rounded fighter for someone who's just starting to play the game. Uh, then you have Guy, who is a, as Wikipedia calls him, an agile master of ninjutsu. And he's, he has a lot of quick attacks. Uh, you can, you know, get combos out and, you know, quick attack everything. But the problem with that is it doesn't really do a whole lot of damage. It's, uh, he's quick. He can do some stuff, but it's a, da- there's a lot of damage fall off there. And then the last person is Hagger which is a former, uh, professional wrestler. So you have a big body. Uh, he's slower, but he punishes pretty much anything that's in his way, uh, with his big old body slams and, Uh, whatever. I didn't play him. Uh, I picked Guy because he looked cool. Uh, the three main characters retain all, all of their abilities, I believe, from the arcade game. Uh, I didn't play the arcade game. Uh, I'm just taking sources from what I saw in the video uh, that the, the you know your attacks are roughly the same. Uh, and then there's five rounds of mobs and bosses. It wasn't that difficult. Um, it was just getting used to it. Um just able to just smack them up and beat them uh, and one of the things you'll notice is that the nes version of this game only had two characters or two mobs out each time that you were fighting so it, it kind of got repetitive with the different type of mobs there's only like you know five or six different type of mobs and so the you know combinations and whatnot could get a little monotonous especially five rounds it's really hard to just say you know like Oh, which combination of people am I getting today? Um, but a little pitfall for that. But it wasn't that difficult to get through there, beat them up and, you know, kind of, you know, beat the boss, dude. And apparently, um, they don't take offense <laughs> to like sidebar jokes and whatever, but they're a little, they're little bitches. Um, so the game ends after those five rounds. You save the daughter of the mayor. And the end scene is basically different based on who you pick. Um, I would say i would let you, de- you know, decide, uh, what that's like. But for the most part, it is just Hagger needs to spend time with his daughter. And, you know, you're, you're, if you pick Cody, uh, he's, you know, he's going to go after the daughter cause he is in love with the daughter guy is the level headed one. Cody's not thinking with the right head, that type of thing. So yeah, this, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit shorter than the rest of them. Uh, it, there's not a whole lot to talk about, uh, other than just how, you know, interesting the music is, uh, it's just eight bit or 16 bit, uh, on a MIDI register, uh, there's not a whole lot of sounds to it. Each level is very similar. Boss level is, you know, a little bit different. But it's, I mean, you, it's the same, you know, tune as you're going through there. It's not a whole lot of differences. Uh And this is at the, like, very end of the NES train. And, so, like, so this is, like, I wouldn't say one of the last fighters out there for the NES. Uh, but it's definitely up there on the list of not well-known fighters for the NES because it was done in 93. And the Super Nintendo is, you know, already out doing the stuff. NES started in like 85 or sooner. I don't remember the specific dates, but this is 93. So it's like, why 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 would you make, you know, an NES game in 93 when you could just make it for the Super Nintendo? And I get that there's people, you know, still playing the NES, but there's not a whole lot of people, you know, who play, you know, playing this game. So it's definitely a rarity to have this game. I was fortunate enough to, when I bought a pack of ROMs that this was a part of it. I did not spend the $400 prices uh, as a collector, uh, to get the, uh, the actual cartridge, uh, for the NES, but it is, it's definitely a, a rare game. Uh, it is a lot of fun, uh, for what it is, uh, as for fighters. Uh, side scrolling beat em up games, uh, tend to be interesting, especially when you're in the arcade, you're doing it and then being able to play this at home, like on your, you know, retro pies or your, your Super Nintendo ports or your NES ports. Uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's up there. It's definitely not like top tier, but it's definitely up there and fun. Uh, and I think that in the recap episode that I do uh, of this season, that you'll see that this one actually ranks a decent amount. Uh, higher than a couple of the other games uh, for the NES. And it's unfortunate because nobody really got to play this game. So I'm just going to play some music on the outro, Uh, probably flip a couple uh, scenes. Uh, But after that, it is uh, pretty much uh, good to go. I appreciate you hanging out with me. I'm happy that uh, you guys are here. And I don't have a sign-off, so adios.